This is Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. Under the Dobbs decision, supposedly the questions involving abortion were turned back to the states. And yet in Texas, we now have a judge who may end up trying to ban abortion pills nationally, whether a state wants to prohibit abortion or not. Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna, a conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. So, Rob, what is this case about? I know it involves a drug called Mifepristone. This is a case brought by a conservative law firm, a nonprofit legal group, challenging the FDA's approval of one of the two pills used to end pregnancies. And the challenge is that uh, the FDA did not do adequate testing, uh, and therefore the drug ought to be pulled off the market. Now, the FDA approved this drug 23 years ago, and the FDA is saying there is a lot of data since the pill was approved more than two decades ago showing that it is safe. But if this judge rules against the FDA, uh, it would probably have the effect of requiring these pills to be pulled off the market until the FDA can do more testing, unless this judge's decision out of Texas is uh, successfully appealed to a federal circuit court of appeals, and they will overturn him. It seems strange to me that a a state judge would have the power to decide what drugs are legal or illegal, considering that in the case of marijuana, we have to go state by state. Just because Washington passed doesn't mean it, it is legal nationwide. So what's the difference here? Well, you have here a federal district court judge in Amarillo, Texas, who does have jurisdiction to hear challenges to federal agency rulemaking. In this case, the rulemaking involved the FDA's authorization of this medication. So there, there is jurisdiction here. If he does uh, rule against the FDA, this judge is not ruling You know that substantively this drug is illegal. He's saying the process for approving it was imperfect. So it's, it's a procedural challenge that can be addressed by doing additional testing. Again, assuming that his ruling is upheld on appeal, and the Biden administration has already said they'll they'll take it up on appeal. That it's not the same thing as the state legislature deciding to outlaw abortion medications, which mm-hmm. uh, they are doing or will do, which is basically what the Dobbs decision opens the door to. The Dobbs decision opens the door to states upholding the right to abortion or criminalizing abortion. And if they can do that, then they can criminalize medications used to induce an abortion, even though the drugs that are used are are federally approved. So if it's a if if the judge's jurisdiction here is based on the fact that this is a question of process, could a judge in Washington state say, well, the process that was used to outlaw marijuana was based on race, which plenty of people contend. Therefore, that, too, was illegal. Possibly, although there's a significant difference between a procedural challenge to an FDA rulemaking and a civil rights challenge. But, you know, you're getting to an important point here, which is we've seen individual federal district court judges issue rulings that have national impact. I mean, one of our own judges in Seattle struck down President Trump's immigration ban, the so-called Muslim ban. And that had the effect of upending it nationally, which was within his power to do. It, it, it does show the great power that these trial judges have. And, and, you know, look, to challenge a federal 
rulemaking or a presidential executive order, where do you start? You start in federal district court, the, the trial court, the court that's going to review the facts and apply the law to them. You know, it, it's only the first step. These decisions routinely are taken up to the Court of Appeals and sometimes to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, but uh, you make a good point that uh, one federal judge can have a big impact on uh, a lot of laws. I'm also thinking that if a, a single federal judge can use the Dobbs decision to say this this drug uh, causes an abortion, therefore that gives you the power to, to ban its use, there are other things statistically that raise the likelihood of uh, prematurely ending a pregnancy like uh, lousy living conditions and, and, and poor medical care. Could a judge then use that decision to, to require that the federal government uh, supply Medicare to every pregnant woman? That's a very interesting point. It, it, would be a, it would be a reach because it would be more hypothetical. And again, it would be different than the procedural challenge you know, to the FDA's testing. But you make a good point that uh, if, if a judge can find that one drug is unsafe because it wasn't adequately tested, could they also find that an unborn child's life is being affected by inadequate welfare support being given to the mom? So what's the next step in this case? I think that this judge, given he's one of the most conservative judges appointed in recent years, but under President Trump, uh, I, I think given that he's likely to rule against the FDA, this case will go up on appeal. I have a hard time seeing the Supreme Court reviewing this decision. If this judge's decision is upheld by the Fifth Circuit, these pills are going to be pulled off the, the shelves of pharmacies. This is why abortion rights groups are encouraging people to, they call it advanced provision they encourage them to advance provision these medications or stockpile them. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Dave.